and I was like, what? And it was like, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Vag Dialogues. I'm your host, Mama Claire. Oh, and I'm drinking water. I'm Auntie Nitro. Thanks for sinking your cycle with us. Batch us. Drinking boss water. Boss, sponsor us. Yep. So, um, Summer and I are back, obviously. Obvi. Obvi. We have with us two special guests today. Hello. Hi. Uh, Jared of, uh, Steve of Something Gate. Jared of Steve of something game. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. Actually, well, t- if, if he's the sidekick, he is of him, right? Yes, that's true. Right? Something like that. We're keeping true to brand. So he's of Steve. Of Steve. Yes. And so, um, anyways, sorry, distracted by small people. Um, we're going to have a fun-filled show, we hope, today. We yeah. kind of uh, rethinking what we were going to do today, so we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants. So... Forgive us on that. Yeah. Don't forget that this is the season of positivity. Keep it positive. Uh, you all have been warned not to mention he who shall not be named. Voldemort. You can talk about Voldemort. Yeah. The other one. Or we're going to make you do a shot and take and do a live apology to our Facebook fans. <laughs> yep. Well, you'd get about halfway through that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and is there anything else? Um, no. I think right. that's uh, about it. Just, you know, be nice. Be funny. Right. I mean, they're funny looking, but this is a podcast. Yes, exactly. So. What happened to positivity? Let's keep it <laughs> positive. That was Fair positive. Enough. It Trump was 2020. positively oh. hilarious. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, Summer's got dad jokes. She does. How ironic. As we don't have um, new peeps, we're not going to play foreplay today. Yeah. Somebody had asked on, I think, the podcast peeps board, like, you guys didn't do foreplay. And we're like, well, they've been there before. We figured they're warmed up. Right. Like, we already know. You know the right buttons to hit. Right. Stick it in the butt and move on. So, <laughs> it's all about the ass today. It is. So much butt. <laughs> Maybe that should have been our theme. But it's not. Um, so, <laughs> we're almost to summer. Believe it or not. Right now it is 50 degrees and fucking cold and rainy. Yep. But we're going to pretend it's summer. Yeah. <laughs> summer. Oh my God. Thank you. You're Gee, welcome. We've made it how many podcasts and you haven't made a joke about my name? Like... Well, you know, first time for everything. Uh, no, a hundred millionth time for me. <laughs> I have heard them all my whole life. Uh, I'm sorry. Is your father old man winter? Were your parents hippies? Have a nice trip somewhere, see you in the fall. Which didn't help because I was clumsy, so people use that one a lot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. So anyways, we're going to talk about summer fun stuff. Do you guys have any fun plans this summer? Doing anything cool? Mm, Doing anyone cool? Not that I know of. <laughs> Uh, I got a got a family vacation that we're going on. Your dog wants more food. Oh, just give him water. He doesn't want food. He wants water. <laughs> no food for you. If he didn't eat, that's his fault. If the other dog ate it, that's survival of the fittest. Like then he got right. learn. There we go. So anyway, uh, I've got a vacation plan to go to the beach. On the East Coast, go to Bethany Beach, Delaware with the family. How do you feel about the beach itself, Jerry? I Samson? fucking hate the ocean. I hate beaches, <laughs> I hate the ocean. I don't like sand, I don't like the water, I don't want anything to do with any of it. Do you not like the ocean because it's fucking scary? I don't like the ocean because it's disgusting and things in there want to kill you. 
They, they do. Like, if you've ever looked at things they find in the bottom of the ocean, they are more terrifying than any... Everything on land is cute and fuzzy. Every time I've been in the ocean, I've got... Every single time I've gone in the ocean, I, I had pain. Every I, single time. I, I think he's like a it. gigantic pussy. Wow. What happened to You are what you eat! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh... Like, I'll go. It'll be fun to, like, go hang out and not be at work, but... And be with family. Hooray. You like us. Ocean. But Delaware, we're gonna hide in Delaware. Delaware. Like you and um, five other people, there are some exciting where they are. There are things yeah. exciting about down. Delaware. There's no sales tax. Oh, um, I'm gonna get really fat on vacation because they have fresh cut French fries on every fucking corner. Oh, and how much do I love French fries? I know. Anyways. So there's fresh cut French fries on every corner. Right? Do you not should like I, French should fries? I go on this vacation disguised as you? <laughs> <laughs> I like French fries, and I don't care about the ocean. You don't so. like French fries? No. You're not such a big. dirty commie. I mean, I'll eat them, but I don't ever go. Oh man, let me get some French. Well, fries. Well, and on the boardwalk, they use like it's like the peanut oil fried fresh yeah. French fries, and you douse them in like uh, malt vinegar. And, it's an like, East Coast staple and delicious. It's delicious. And so there's that. And then there's a couple really good custard places. My favorite is Dickie's Frozen Custard. I know, all the jokes. But they have a tangerine. Ooh. It's delicious. Now, mind you, the last time I was at the beach was like a fucking decade ago. So I'll be so, really sad if they're not there anymore. So maybe I'll have to Google it. Yeah. Make sure Dickie's is still standing firm and proud. And making, yeah. <laughs> so they have tangerine soft serve. It's it. like soft serve custard. Yeah. And then they mix it with vanilla. So it's like the world's best dreamsicle. Like, yeah. I am I'm not just a gonna... Dreamsicle fan. Yeah? I don't get it. So speaking of summertime fun, do you have a favorite ice cream flavor? Um, I like mint chocolate chip, but I like not the green shit, because I ain't real shit. Like, I like me pure, uncut <laughs> mint chocolate chip. Phrasing? <laughs> Steve, like favorite, favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, cookie dough. Cookie dough. Yeah. Very nice. Jared Sampson? Butter pecan. Okay, Grandma. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Such an old lady flavor. I like it. Leave me alone. That's okay, what I like. Blanche. If we're, doing <laughs> if we're doing ice cream, I'd have to say mint chocolate chip. If we're talking ice cream... Con chip, it's I, the worst. I know. If we're talking ice cream confection, orange sherbet. Love me some orange sherbet. It's not technically an ice cream. Which is why, I is, said, that's why I said, that's why I said frozen concoction. <laughs> It's not an ice cream. No. That I understand, but it's delicious. But usually you can get it at an ice cream stand often. See, if I'm going to go with not ice cream, but, like, flavored, like, I will go with, like, a, like, lemon ice or, like, a lemon gelato. Mm-hmm. I had some earlier today. It was so good. Yeah. Um, so, so, Steve, no plans? Not really. Um, we'll see what, you know, having weekends off is all about. Ooh. That's uh, a first for me in the last, you know, 16 years of my career, so... We'll see if that brings uh, a lot of, you know, I have nothing to do type thing, or if I'll get some to spend some time with uh, the nephews at the lake, and we'll see what goes from there. But no, no outstanding, no trips planned, nothing uh, yeah. as far as, you know, like a vacation type thing. No, I don't have anything going on that I'm aware of. Gotcha. You got plans there, Miss Summer? Uh, no, because I do not think we'll make it to Ken's cousin's... Uh, Lake House in Michigan. Yeah. Uh, we usually go every year, but this year's 4th of July is on like a fucking Tuesday or some shit. Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, so I just have a feeling we'll probably not make it up there for the weekend, um, which is sad because it's always a nice mm -hmm. relaxing time. Oh, for uh, sure. 
But otherwise, I think it's going to be... Uh, I plan to barbecue a lot this summer. Yeah. Um, it's always wanna... fun. It's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Me too. want to grill. Speaking of favorite things to do in the summer, what kind of favorite things do you have for the summer? I'd like to do in the summer. Not, what's your favorite things to do? To, <laughs> what are your favorite things to do this summer? No, like, I'm my favorite thing to do in the and, summer. So. <laughs> um, or if you don't have something you like, that's your favorite thing to do. Comes yeah. What is your favorite thing to do come summertime? What's your favorite summertime activity? I like to hang out with friends and drink. Day drinking in the summer is really nice. Yep. Day drinking is awesome. I like day drinking. Day drinking is fun. I like taking the kids to baseball games. That's fun. <laughs> that is such a face. I, I, <laughs> I, I like drinking at baseball games, but the baseball itself. I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah, it's good times. I do like eating the elotes at White Sox Stadium. Ugh. I mean, they're not true elotes, but they're elotes. Settle down, Jada. Elotes. <laughs> elotes is one of the funnest words. Sorry, segue. Elotes. So much fun to say. Um, chimichanga. So much fun to say. Chilequiles. So much fun to say. Like, you can't smile and not say chilequiles. So basic, uh, basically Mexican street food? Yes, it's just it's really fun to say. favorite thing in the summer? No, uh, I just like to say that. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I actually don't like chilequiles. I just love saying it. <laughs> Fair enough. It's like a party word, like chilequiles. Well, did you have a super fun, like, family vacation you took as a kid? Um, we took a lot of road trips as a kid because my dad always had like a conference every summer. So we'd go to different places, um, which consisted of like my sister and I basically like growing up over the summer in the car and it, you know, listening to your like tape player and yeah. my Walkman and trying to like hold the Walkman in the car so it wouldn't skip when you went over a bump. <laughs> um, it's an art form. The struggle was real. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trying to pack just as many CDs as you could with everything else and like flipping through. And my sister and I fighting over certain CDs. Um, but no, I mean, like, nothing, like, I don't know. Everything was just, like, fun and, like, a big blur. Like, it's all melded into, like, one cross-country road trip. Yeah. Um, cool. Over several awkward prepubescent years. But there was the fun time we went to Washington, D.C. And couldn't find the White House. <laughs> <laughs> like, my mom just kept driving around. And, like, we couldn't get to it. <laughs> and, like, we're trying to, like, find, like, because everything's in the spoke wheel. Right. Like, and, like, I don't know what, what weird, it was, like the, like, the Bermuda Triangle of, like, places. And, like, all of a sudden, my mom was, like, like pulled over to the side of the road and, like, yelled at some poor person. She's like, where is the White House? And the guy, like, pointed, and it was, like, right next to us. <laughs> uh, it was, like, the best dumb moment. My sister and I were cracking up. Like, my mom was so frustrated. She hated everything and us. And cause we found it funny, so we kept laughing the more we couldn't find it. And then we'd be like, it's over there! And she'd be like, I just came from there! <laughs> uh, was your dad with you at the time? Or was that, no. Was it like when he was at the conference, you guys were driving around doing stuff? Yeah. No, we spent most of our time driving around doing stuff or at the pool. Um, while my dad was in conference and stuff. We didn't see him as much. <laughs> so, um, and we see him occasionally, but yeah. the conferences were boring. We never mm-hmm. wanted to, like, attend them. How long yeah. have you guys been going to the lake, Steve? We got... Uh, Dad bought his place at the lake when I was about seventh grade. Okay, so say. for a long time. Yeah, that's very, a good age to get a lake house. Yeah, very much. Yeah, and we uh, had uh, <laughs> we had the boat two seasons before that, so it was oh. always the Illinois River or the Chain of Lakes uh, that we would go on before uh, before we had the place in Indiana, and then before that we would camp a lot at uh, 
pheasant run or turkey run up in Wisconsin was mm -hmm. always the, the things that we would do. And it was like the whole family affair, my, my uncles on my mom's side and uh, some of dad's friends from work because, you know, being in the education industry, he had, you know, those three months off for the summer. So he would uh, always plan something like that. And it wasn't like, you know, serious camping, like it was glamping and, you know, air mattresses and gigantic tents and things like that. So it wasn't ever anything hardcore, but, um, yeah, at least, uh, at least once a summer we would do that and we would go to our annual Sox game. But that was uh, about it as far as summer would go. Yeah, I look forward to the, you know, back when I was younger, I'd always look forward to going up to Burt Lake every year with my family mm -hmm. and then barn party the week after. Now that now that my mom and dad have the place, I and we, you know, Burt Lake is kind of going away as the older elder people in my family die off, kind of going away. So I don't think I don't know if I'll ever go back to Burt Lake again. So just got to look forward to uh, barn party for the most part. Yeah. Your it's, parents' house is dope though. Their house like is that's dope. like MTV Cribs of retirement. Yeah. Homes. Like <laughs> well, it's it's hard as we get older and the kids get older too. Just you know, and work responsibilities. I think that plays into it. Like it's a bad time of year for me at work because it's it's busy. Um, and it's a whole week that they go, and it's always the same week, which is great for planning, but it's bad because then that means it's the same week at work every year. Um, and it's, again, too, like, just because everyone's busy, like, the kid, people in our generation, it's hit and miss whether or not they're there, so then it's just, because we've gone, like, I know there's been one or two years where we've gone, and the closest cousin is 15 years older than us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and our kids are the only little kids. And so then it's like... Not that we don't enjoy spending time with the family, it's just, it's it's basically like we're someplace by ourselves in some way, you know, because yeah, we go do stuff with the not kids. It's same core experience. Right, when you're with a big group of families. Yeah, I mean, my mom had four brothers, so yeah. growing up, it was... Cousins that's everywhere. Where, that's where all her family's from, so it was like cousins everywhere. Right. And there was nothing to have like 20 kids within three years of each other. Well, five years of each other running around doing yeah. stuff when I was growing up. And then as we all got older and moved away and stuff, it just kind of... Mm -hmm. Well, and when we were little, they did, like, we had the same thing. When I was super, super little, my extended family all got together, and same thing, there were cousins everywhere, and then after my grandparents died, it, yeah. it pit her off. Yeah. You were going to say something? Oh, yeah. I was just thinking, because, like, um, you bring up an interesting thing about how, like, you know, it used to be, like, a big affair, and then it kind of, like, has petered, because a lot of it is scheduling, especially, mm -hmm. I think, our generation, like work is a lot less forgiving about vacations like it's a bad thing if you want to take a vacation in most jobs mm -hmm. especially the retail sector mm -hmm. um and i think about um someone had just posted asking again like oh are we doing camping again for sigma delta and you know for years everybody made it out to camping right it was a big deal you got a bunch of people together and then it became less and less people we were able to get time off and then you know it became more that nobody could get time off to plan it or to do anything. So I just think like, is, are we seeing like big summer vacation? Are we seeing summer vacation go away and just become more of a working summer? And you're lucky if you get a weekend. I think that's more the case. And I think two people take vacation through more throughout the year now than they used to. I think before it was like everyone, December vacation was the time you took summer. You, you know what I'm saying? That's when you, everyone went on vacation. And now I think it's changed. There's a lot of people that go on spring break vacations and a lot of people that go on Christmas vacations. Like if you're going to go to Disney, you're not going in July. Cause it's the worst idea. Ever. I know, but, but, but we, we did that as kids. Yeah. We, you know, like now everyone goes 
in January and December. Yeah. You know, so I think that makes a big difference. I, I also think that it's, you know, since everybody's concerned about when they can go, nobody wants to step up to plan it is, mm -hmm. is the main thing. And because nobody's going to take on the main coordination, nobody else is going to step up to do it. So, like, it's super easy for us because we've got the, the place in Indiana, and if mm -hmm. Dad's not out there one weekend, he has no problem letting me have the keys. So, if I want, and plus Ken's up there with his family, and my uncle is up there on the other side with his family, so it's like, you know, I don't need to plan a vacation. I could take off for a week and nobody would really notice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... Um, you know, as far as, like, the Sigma Delta camping trips or even, you know, big family vacations, I think it's all just in how you plan it because mm -hmm. you can't please everybody. And, you know, back when we would go camping, you know, with Sigma Delta consistently, it was always, you know, this is the weekend. You can make it or you can't. Everybody right. tries to account. And, unfortunately, that's, you know, they always wanted it the first weekend in August, which, unfortunately, screwed you guys over. Yeah, I've never yeah. been to camping. Because so. it was always when we were up. Because it was the same weekend every year. Yeah. End of story. Right. But then people started being like, well, I can't go. And then they started to, like, accommodate. Yeah. Same thing, too. Like, a lot of places require a deposit. And these are broke college kids. And everyone's really strapped. And so it's hard to, like, find but, money for it. Right. But I think it's, too, like, is it our just, like... In the bigger picture, like, are we seeing less people, like, yeah, wanting to plan things and put things together and making that effort? No, or, or are we being too accommodating to everyone's special princess plans, and so no, then nothing I gets think, planned I because... Think I think it's two things. One, if you want to if you want to label it as millennial vacations, I think they're a lot more spur of the moment because yeah. of, you know, it, it could be lack of budget and it could be lack of experience, too. A lot of millennials grew up in a household where mom and dad both had, you know, three jobs between the three of them. So a family vacation could have been just grandma grandma's house in the next state for a weekend. Mm -hmm. It's it's all about you know their experience. For sure, that makes sense. I'm just curious. Well, I'm just throwing I it out there. I think you're seeing more just the like especially our generation are coming up and evolving through work and everything. Like people work as a priority to us now. You know, school and having fun isn't as much of a priority anymore because we're like all trying to do that thing so it's hard to I think you're going to see like a lull and then a return I think as people get older you're going to see that more of a return to trying to get the vacation time and getting bigger things planned instead and, of it being like all about the hustle because that's what it right. seems like it's a you know right for sure I, I think too um I think the planning prioritization is huge making a priority and the other one too is um I think it's a lot of I think there's a lot of dissonance out there in the millennial generation and you've got some people really well off, and I think you've got some people not so well off. And so, like, okay, like, we're the same age as a lot of different people, but all of those people are in a lot of different life stages. Some people could drop a hat and go on vacation tomorrow. Some people have kids and can't. Some people can afford to go, and some people can't. So, like, we, you know, you ha all of us have friends that go on an all-inclusive trip every year. And the rest of us are going, how the fuck can they afford that? You know, like, I, I think it's yeah. that, too. So then when you, when you think vacation, people start thinking about, going to Europe or going to the Mexico or going someplace like really fancy but when we were all kids we got in the fucking car and drove across the United States right you know like, like that was our trip we drove to grandma's in the next state yeah. and so some for we went some to four corners right for some reason the family vacation has become well we have to go to Disney or we have to go like yes sure you can go to Disney once but most of us went once as a kid we didn't go every year but um like my boss for example her daughter is four and has been to Disney three times. That is stupid. She will not remember anything. She can't write any of the rights. That's a waste of money. But they're going for them. Yeah. So that's... Which that, is, yeah, yeah, some of those are like... 
Yeah. Um, you know, but one, we one had of my best them. friends from high school, yeah. she goes to Disney World every year mm-hmm. and loves it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more power, more power to maybe it's marketing. Yeah. You know, the, the unfortunately, you know, most of us have grown up in, a, in an age of sarcasm where, you know, uh, every single sitcom family has had that road trip go to hell and nobody wants to try and actually do it in real life. So has anyone ever had a road trip go to hell? I, I have. have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have not. I have. Oh, yeah. I have definitely had one go to hell. What was your go to hell road trip? So my grandfather had just died, and he had um, he just he just passed away, and we were gonna take a trip to Disney, me and my family. So it is a Dis- Disney World because we went to Florida. Florida, Florida. I, I don't thing. know if it was. It might have been that I think when, even though my grand my grandma was still around, I think we might have gotten a little bit of inheritance because we were going to Disney World. And um, when we went, I was five, so my sister would have been eight, like kindergarten, th- third grade kind of thing. Well, on the way down, it wasn't so bad. We went to somewhere in Tennessee. There's like the Peabody Hotel where you got the ducks that do the walk yeah. and some stuff. And we had some good times. The going down wasn't so bad. Well, we get down to Florida, and we stayed in, like, a motel, no-tell motel, because, you know, my dad is a brave soul. (laughs) On the second floor, while we were there, we were going to go to our first day at Magic Kingdom. We only had three-day tickets, so we're going to go to Magic Kingdom, the first day. And Epcot had just opened, just opened, because this was 1989, and we get, we get, we get up to go down and it's fucking torrential downpouring. It didn't kind of rain. It fucking poured the whole time that day. Like we had plastic ponchos on. We have pictures. Every picture is us in ponchos because it was pouring rain so bad. Like we saw Mickey. We went to the Hall of Presidents. We did It's a Small World. Um, I remember being in the the Haunted Mansion, not the Tower of Terror. I couldn't go on Space Mountain because I was too little. My sister did. But the, but and we did the race cars. That was about all you could do because it was pouring, it rained so hard. So the next day we wake up. It's gorgeous. It's like 68 and sunny. It's beautiful. And my mom falls down the stairs, and sprains her ankle, hard, like hard, like not like oh I'll just wear some crutches and we'll be fine. She fucked it up, and um, so we're like nope. Got to go home because she can't, she is zero weight bearing on it, and this is not, this is not the ADA accommodations of today. <laughs> like you weren't gonna get a wheelchair at Disney, you know that kind of thing. So we decided we're gonna go home. We get in the car, and our car breaks down in like fucking Alabama oh, wow. or some shit <laughs> like that. Okay. So it breaks down. They had to come tow us. It's me, my sister, my dad, and I in the tow truck with the tow truck driver. So in the middle of fucking nowhere, basically. We They get us. They drop us off at a hotel. They can't fix the car that day. It's an overnight thing. This ha- start of every scary movie, right? Yeah. And they drop us at the first motel. And, like, it is, it is a roach motel. And my parents <laughs> are like, no, we cannot fucking stay here. We find another motel. We get over there. And we get in there, and there's, like, a chair lodged in the bathroom door. No! We can't get into the bathroom. We get, they get us to another room, and there's, like, my dad's, like, I'm going to take a shower, and there's no hot water. So, 
we're like, are you fucking kidding? So they're going to come fix it or whatever. My sister and I are, like, losing our mind. Moms, and they're like, let's go, let's get the girls in the pool. Because that was this, we were big swimmers. Yeah, pool's empty right now. Because it's down for maintenance. (laughs) There's a swing set, so my dad's like, I'm going to take the girls out of here for a little bit because my mom is stressed the fuck out. Sure. Take the girls out. My mom calls her mom to have a bad fucking day. Her brother answers and her mom died. Are you kidding? I'm like crying for her. Because I think as I'm older, like, you know, it hits you. Yeah. So she calls home to talk to mom because she's having a shitty fucking day. And her mom had died. Yeah. Oh my god. So, about six weeks after my grandpa. So. We're gonna grab this here before I, like, spill out. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is a, like... So, that was our horror vacation. So, they... My dad calls the people to see if there's any way they can get the car fixed. Yeah. They're able to get... They're, they, the guy actually stayed late and got it fixed. So, like, we drove through the night to to get um, home. Oh. And we probably... Uh, we arrived, like, late, late that night um, back in Illinois. And all my cousins and family were there because my grandma died. So, yeah. This was a fun, fun vacation. We call it the, the vacation from hell. So. Have you ever been to Disney since? Or no. Like... I was there one day and it poured rain. Yeah. Supposedly at one point your tickets were good forever. Yeah. So we still have the tickets somewhere. I don't know where they're at, but yeah. Wow. We'd see. So that was my horror vacation. You said you had one? Uh, yes. It was not nearly as horrible. I wish I had gone first. <laughs> uh, Nobody um, has to die. It's okay. Well, it started in the hotel and we... Uh, we're watching, we're watching movies or whatever, and Carrie was on. And I was, like, 16. Like, yeah. I just started driving. Um, and it just, for some reason, Carrie freaked me the, out. Like, I was just... Because it's creepy. All yeah. your, you and your dirty pillows. Dirty pillows. <laughs> like, it just, it terrified me. And so, like, I, like, we started watching another movie after that, and I fell asleep. And the goddamn motherfucking fire alarms go off oh! in the hotel because somebody had set something on fire. <laughs> so all we hear is someone banging on our door, fire, and I was like, ah, oh, shit. So I'm already, like, wigged out. Like, I didn't sleep at all in the yeah. hotel. Like, I'm, like, one eye open. Um... And, like, my mom thinks it's hilarious, so her and my sister keep, like, referencing the movie, and I'm like, stop it. (laughs) Um, Did you guys have to share a hotel room with your parents when you did this stuff? Oh, yeah. All the time. See, my parents, though my dad was a budget hoteller, obviously, um, he would would find the cheapest hotel but get us our own room, because my parents are horrible snorers. So they get us a room right, we had rooms next to each other, and mm-hmm. he'd let my sister and I stay up all night watching TV, because then we'd sleep in the car the next day. Yeah. Kind of genius in many ways, um, but my sister and I had a lot of fun. I um, I was like, it wasn't me, I swear. When I lit the hotel room on fire, I put it out. <laughs> um, my sister wanted to smoke, and I'm a good, upstanding sister. And she couldn't get her lighter to work. It was only sparking. So I was like, I got this shit. I got you, boo. So I grabbed some toilet paper, twisted it, sprayed it with some hairspray. I got her cigarette lit. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> I, I don't know how well that translated to radio. Basically, I lit it on fire. Right. I think they got so it. Okay. So you I like MacGyvered the... it. I MacGyvered yeah. it. Thank you. That, See, my dad me. always got the hotel comped because it was, uh, the room comped because it was, um... With the the trade show and like he always mm-hmm. had like Knowledge Bowl or the Hafu team competing. Most of the time it was the Knowledge Bowl, and so like that's yeah. the reason he would go down there is like nice. for the kids to compete. So like we stayed in nice hotels. Like I stayed in the MGM. I've stayed in like every fancy like Hilton, like I, I bougie like hotels for a kid. Mm-hmm. So it was we didn't mind. And my dad's a horrible snorer too. You just dealt with it. Tried to fall asleep first. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah but then so then we're driving home and we had um our family car was this giant conversion van mm-hmm. we named clifford the big red dog <laughs> um and so at one, now i was 16 so i had to help drive so and my mom hates driving and she gets really sleepy really fast part of it was due to like medication she was on but part of it is just i think her being like i don't want to drive so i'm driving at night and I'm, like, not seeing very well, and I'm, like, getting tired, and I was, like, can we pull off? Like, I have to stop driving. So we pull into this gas station so my dad and I can switch. And, like, as the road turns, there's, like, you know, like, there's always that little patch where it's, like, grass, like, mm-hmm. or whatever, and there's, like, a little puddle there. So I was, like, like, made too short a turn or whatever, but I was, like, okay, fine, I'll just drive through this puddle. Turns out it wasn't a little patch of grass. It was actually like a little ditch that had flooded with giant rocks in there. (laughs) So I drive over rocks and like just gashed some important car part. I don't know what it was, (laughs) but it cost like a grand to fix it. Uh, Must have been your flux capacitor. Maybe. Commuter valve. I know what a flux capacitor is, okay? Um, It was in like, it was like we could still drive, like we were close enough to being home, but like not, but like Mm -hmm. they ended up having to fix it afterwards. And my mom is screaming at me that I'm so irresponsible and like blah, blah, blah. My sister's laughing because she thinks it's funny that I fucked up and I'm crying because I'm like 16 driving a van bigger than me and I was tired and I was like, it's not my fault. And I had to spend the rest of the summer working off paying off that car they made you job. pay for oh, it yeah. my mom fully blamed me she was so mad she it still did this she irresponsible having her 16 year old daughter drive the family vehicle at night i mean, I mean. down the road you don't know my thing was and this is probably what got me in more trouble because like after she'd been yelling at me and stuff like that for like a while i was like whatever i was like you've dented this van like 12 times and like you hit <laughs> things all the time because my mom she's a terrible driver <laughs> Like, she backed into a car one time, <laughs> dented it in the van, and I was filming. And you hear her on film being like, shut up! Because I was in my, like, camera phase. Yeah. Um, and then she was like, had to take us to soccer practice. <laughs> so she didn't have time to leave a note, she said, but she would come back. <laughs> but she didn't want people to think she was driving away from an accident, so she just drove really slowly away. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh. everyone had plenty of time to get her driver's license, her license plate number, and, like, you know, and then got the cops called on her, oh like, for denting this truck. And, like, and one time she backed over a lamppost, like, in this, like, retirement community and, like, made me and my friend Hillary go and, like, put it back up. So no one would know. She's a terrible driver. She sounds special. Yeah, she should never drive. Like <laughs> she really like should not drive. Um, and that's why I was so pissed. I was like, "Shut up! This is my first accident." Oh, uh oh. Any other uh, funny, filled stories or anything? No. <laughs> Steve looked like he might have one. Oh, I'm just trying to think. Oh. I mean, it was yeah. I don't. I don't recall anything outstandingly tragic happening during a, during a vacation or a road trip. Yeah. You know, just no one like shit their pants. Mm, I don't think so. I did spill battery acid on my legs once. Like the the batteries were leaking on like the boombox on my lap. Whenever there's like this is a level of things that are tragic, you've got just like two levels higher. I spilled acid on my leg one right? time. Shit your pants and no, but I spilled battery acid. Claire's like a double one upper. It's J M squared. Not on per <laughs> Oh it's so funny. 
I'm so glad he's out of our lives. <laughs> oh. oh. The classic one-upper. Yeah, well, JM squared means something entirely different to us, so oh. I was very confused. Now I'm on board. We're talking about coked out Chad Michael Murray, right? Uh, no. Really? That's what I thought you were talking about. Because that was the classic one-upper. We'll have to edit this later. <laughs> oh, Doki. Yeah. yeah. You guys are talking yeah. about the same person. Yeah. He looks like coked out Chad Michael Murray. Okay, I don't know who that is. Oh my god, you don't know Chad. He was like heartthrob of the 2000s. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> He's in a Cinderella story with Hilary Dove. Oh, none of us have watched that because we have lives. She was more cool than I thought it. He was Tristan in Gilmore Girls. I don't care. He was in the OC. I never watched the OC, but he's a freaking weirdo, and I don't understand how everybody was so attracted to him. Wait, are we going back? No, he's talking about the person he's referring to. Oh, yeah, no, didn't get that either. No, no, none of us do. No. None of us do. Moving on. Moving on. So, no, no tragic summer. (laughs) (laughs) Are we ready to move on to this, or do I need to show? So you can pick that up at 3307. Yeah. No, just real quick, though, I do have something to add. Um, My family, we had a conversion van as well, and my parents made me drive when I was 15 through the mountains when we were driving down to Florida. And and it was, I was was a good driver. It didn't bother me. I was was good to do it. It was fine. Like, I don't have, like, the tragic thing of anything going wrong, but it freaked my sister out the entire time. So she was sitting back in the back of the van, like, screaming at my mom and dad, like, you can't let him do this, I'm not going to die. Like, freaking out almost the entire time. So they had to, like, go, my mom got back and told her to, like, shut up and let me drive. Yeah, I think the worst thing that I ever had, we were on the Chain of Lakes one year before before we got the place in Indiana. And it was the end of the, the day on a Sunday, and this dude was backing, um, was backing up this big, like, this boat had no business being on the chain of lakes. Like, mm-hmm. enormous boat. And this guy's trying to back it out, um, back, you know, back, the, back it out. the parking lot, uh-huh. and almost, you know, hits my cousin, and my uncle went ballistic, like... I have never before or since seen him, like, swear and curse this guy out, and this guy gets out of the car and is, like, belligerently drunk, and it's like, the hell are you doing on a boat, in a car, or doing anything? And, oh my god, my uncle ripped him a new asshole. Physically or verbally? Verbally. I don't think it got uh, physical. I don't think anyone's physically ripped someone a new asshole. Because, like, if you're in a fight, <laughs> to, like, get... To, first off, get the pants down, but to get, like, both fingers in there and just, like, yeah. spread it. Like, that's a lot of work. True. Wait, next section? Next section. We're ready for Ask Mama Claire. All right. Well, I've got a couple things. All right. Fire so, away. I've got, I've got a question and then a cool little article that I found. Okay. That I think would be cool to discuss. Okay. So, um... I found this on a on a Ask Alice okay. from Columbia. Ooh, from Columbia college. Col- oh, college or like Columbia? No, Columbia College, <laughs> Columbia Edu. I guess that's where Ask Alice is from. But I thought this was kind of a cool one, and okay. I wanted to get you guys' opinion. So I'm on board. So, dear Mama Claire, I'm in long distance relationship, and my girlfriend recently admitted that she had cheated on me. She said, and I believe her, that she really loves me, and that this was a mistake she regrets. However, I can't take it out of my mind and forget about it. I am angry that she ruined the purity of our love story. It feels like it's no longer a quote-unquote dream come true. A merely watered-down version of it because it no longer is flawless. I'm just wondering. I cheat on him, too. Like We we love feedback here at the network. Can you hear our eyes rolling? (laughs) I feel like a pushover for not doing anything about it. 
I'm really in love with her, and I can't bring myself to break up just for that. How can I forgive her? Will I always keep these poisonous thoughts inside? Yes, she will. How can I prevent this from shadowing every aspect of our relationship? Am I selling short and blind to her untrustworthiness? Oh my God. How can I trust Jesus. her again? A was sad this, lover boy. Was oh this written God. by Tom Salata? <laughs> wow. It almost, almost could have been written by me, but I don't think I'm that bad. No. No. No, This you're is not emo that bad. Steve phase. This, this um. would have been like extreme. This is teen angst Groot Steve. Yeah. Couple things. Relationships aren't pure and perfect. They are full of fuck-ups. And everyone is going to do it throughout their relationship. Everyone makes mistakes. No one's perfect. You're going to have that. So time to, like, shatter that bubble now, dude, and get the fuck over it. Secondly, shame on her for unloading, because all you do when you admit shit is, like, it, it's to clear your own conscience. It's not to help anybody else besides yourself. It's selfish. I'm sorry it is. Because mm-hmm. um, she came out and told him. On the same front, good for you for being honest. I appreciate that. At the same time, like... You, this guy has to decide what he wants, what if he wants to stay or go. If he's gonna stay, he's got to get the fuck over it. If he's gonna go, he needs to go. But yeah, you know. like the the tone of the the tone of the message is that you're never gonna get over it because if no. you can't, if you're asking somebody like, how do I put this behind me? That how does it not? Point. How does it not color everything in the future? It's going to. It's going so to. if that's yeah. just your personality. Some people think that cheaters never change. And, you know, if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel and establish that in your new relationships going forward. But if all you are going to do is hold the, either forgive them or don't, you mm-hmm. get the fuck over it, basically. Right. Like, I don't see any way that you can salvage this based on your letter because right. you do not have the tools, for better or worse, yep. to be able to move past that. So it mm-hmm. has to end. Yeah. I think too, like he clearly he put this girl on a pedestal uh-huh. and their relationship on a pedestal. So like he like if yeah if he can't get over that that's never gonna it's never gonna change. Um, what he should do is sleep with the same guy she slept with and then they're even. So <laughs> just, I like this suggestion, but I some are always going for three. No, I <laughs> no, but not at the same time. Yeah. Oh. Like, just be like, oh, no, dude, be weird. just go to him and be like, dude, you banged my chick, so we need to bang, so it's all, like, cool between me and her, I need to know. Well, you know, and it could she be... She my dick. Well... It could be... He just wants to see, like, you know, taking his dick envy. Taking it into context that this is, co- I'm assuming, college, yeah. I'm going to say there's a good chance this was a first-ish relationship for both of them. I'm saying ish because, like, or maybe they've been together a while. So we the context. Or, you know what, or even each other's first, but it really sounds like that... Throw that over there. She very possibly could have... Um, like, think about it. Like, maybe she... She did what she did because she was curious about what else was out there. Or she was tired or she, of her boyfriend or being she was like, tired. "Oh my god, I love you, you perfect right. princess." Or maybe so she, sweet. or maybe she just made a mistake. But you She's know so what? Pure and chaste. She could have regretted it and went, "No, I really do want to be with him," and just went about it a bad way. But you know, yeah, like I don't, I don't ever buy the whole "I slept with them on accident" kind of thing. Like it's no, no accident that you met with them. It's no accident that you flirted with them. It's no accident that you both took your pants off. Yeah, you wanted to do it mm-hmm. at the time, whether you decided it was a mistake no. afterwards is a different thing, but that does not make it a mistake. It's I still agree. You're, you're, you're correct, mistake. Steve. I th- that, that's you can I'm say you made a poor decision. You didn't make a mistake. Right. You did, like, you did yeah. what you Clearly, did. this no, you guy is better in bed than the other right. guy, because she would have left him. Mm-hmm. Like, if the sex was that great, she would have left him. Like, nobody leaves good sex. 
No. Wow. Well, I mean, like, you can keep it there on the side, but, like, yeah. she wouldn't have said anything then. She just would have had, like, side sex. So, so uh, like, that's, you know, like, he should feel proud that his dick was superior to this other dude's dick because she came back. I say, I say my, my, my recommendation is break up with her because obviously you can't get over it. And you know what? Grow up. Yeah. And that's, that, I think she should break up with him because he I, just sounds annoying. I think at the right? same time, I don't. Not not in every relationship do you have to break up because somebody cheats. It's, it's no, like what's, it's a whole. It's like what Steve said earlier. You either can deal with it or you can't. No, I'm saying he should and break up guy, with her not because of what she can't. did, because he can't no. get over yeah. it. And this guy just by can't writing a letter to my, just by like you said, I, I'm yeah, kind of mirroring what you said, but like by writing a letter tells like me that he thing, can't. Like, I I can't forgive a cheater because it's a, right. Like whether or not for whatever reason you did it, and that's a huge breach of trust. Exactly, it is. And whether or not we're still friends afterward is one thing, but we'll never be in a relationship again. Right, it is yep. absolutely number one on my list of deal breakers. Yeah, which I, I totally absolutely. completely understandable. And like I said, I think he should break up with her based on his attitude, not on what happened. Because right. if he'd been like, I really think I can get used to this, that'd be different. So, like, to answer his questions, first one is, how can I forgive her? Bro, that's up to you. Yeah, Nobody can tell you how to forgive her. You either can or you can't. Right. So will I, ha- will I always keep these poisonous thoughts inside? That's, again, on you. Yeah, based on you, yes, you will. Mm-hmm. Right. How can I prevent this from shadowing every aspect of our relationship? Is he an Apparently English major can. or something? Like, I think so. I don't know. And am I selling short major? and blind to her untrustworthiness? I believe he's not. Because... He's identified something that he doesn't think is appropriate in a relationship. Right. And the question, the main one, is how can I trust her again? You obviously can't. Mm-hmm. It's, right. it's very and that's And that's not to say that, you know, she's not untrustworthy. Based on, you know, this is a very one-sided letter. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Like, because he just said, oh, she told me that she cheated on you. Well, did she tell you during an argument? Did she right. say, hey, I cheated on you and it's over? Right. How much kind of, did she cheat? Know, was it a handy? Was it full on? <laughs> A hand is a lot more forgivable than like I no, disagree. No. Disagree. no, I totally disagree. I knew someone once that tried to say that she accidentally gave some guy a t- titty fuck, and I'm like, you can't accidentally do that. No, That's it's like not an accident. Effort. You still cheat, but it is not. I don't think it is as bad a cheat as the like full on penetration. No, it, it, that's the thing. It's the act doesn't matter. It's the lie. It's the lie. It's, it's not the lie. Accident. So you know, I'd be more forgiving. You know, she, that's not, you know, she might not be untrustworthy because probably in her mind she made the decision to do it. So it's you know that's where the that's where unfortunately all the nasty rumor mills come in. And, you know, these start talking shit about things like that. That's what poisons the whole thing. All right, so I've got another one here that's not necessarily a question, okay. but it's something I kind of this is, here. This is the thing that I wanted to talk about, so I think this is appropriate for your uh, for your show. <laughs> Sorry. This comes from a standard place I like to pull information from. This is from the Huffington Post. And what this is, is it was kind of started on a Reddit and became nine questions you wish you could ask your spouse anonymously. Whoa, this so is interesting. It's kind of funny because I'd like to see if you think these are questions you could or couldn't ask your spouse. Okay. And... If you want to answer them. <laughs> this is fun. Okay. Because if you can answer them here on a podcast, you pretty much can say you'd answer them to your spouse. Okay. So, what is the biggest... You're married. So, number one, what is <laughs> no, the biggest lie interesting. you have ever told your spouse? I do. Oh! oh! <laughs> I Steve from the Biggest lie. Just kidding, honey. So, this is one. Like, is this something that you would even want to know the answer to? Or is this something that you would even answer? That's the question. I could ask it. I'd be okay with knowing. Could you resp- answer it? Is what he's asking. Could you answer it? Both sides. I mean, Both like, sides. Is that oh, okay. That you, is that something yeah. you would answer? 
I haven't lied about anything that bad yet, so right. this would yeah, be the time yeah. I'd answer it. <laughs> right. Because then enough. he like already answered it. Yeah. And I can do well, something worse. I haven't right lied after. about anything that big where it would be a concern. I've told you all my lies. Yeah. They didn't so. come out at the time, but they came out over over time. Uh, over time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you peeled that onion back pretty well. I, I honestly can't even think like the biggest lie you. I, I'm trying to think of like the biggest thing you, lie you've ever told me. Uh, that's the thing. It's nothing really big. It's just more of. Mismanaging of. I know the biggest lie Ken ever told me. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> lied and before we got married and he said he had read Harry Potter, but he never read Harry Potter, which is why I made him. That's that almost unforgivable. I know. Okay. It hurt. So, number two, what are the little things that your partner could do for you to make you smile and feel happy? Mm-hmm. These are questions that they wish they could just ask their spouse anonymously. Like, to where they wouldn't. These are the questions people are afraid of asking their, their spouse. Why are you afraid of asking that? I don't know. I don't, yeah, I feel like that's because stupid. It, because it underlies their relationship with you. If I have to ask you what makes you happy, right. am I really people that, that do, into People that get that insecure need to get over it. Like, I cannot remember what Jerry gets on his Subway sandwich. Like, I'm going to have to ask him. So, therefore, I need to... And, and it changes. Like, the people that expect... Did you really have to say Subway? Did you really have to pull that I'm one? sorry. <laughs> you know you know that's going to come back and kick my ass I know. Now. I apologize. But you know what, though? And things change. What makes me happy today might not make me happy from six months. So the people the people that throw in their relationship, well, you should know, make me mad. However, that being said, based on our conversations from earlier, there's basic niceties that people should understand. They might not be perfect responses to things, but you should, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, think, I think it does depend on the mood or what that other person yeah. is going through through sometimes you yeah. do need to change a little bit because yeah. that person might be a little bit more needy yeah and that's okay know. question three what do you want for your birthday seriously it's killing me people that don't tell their spouse what they want are stupid yeah right. that's how you end up getting the first three seasons of dragon ball z <laughs> <laughs> okay was that meant for me uh, no that is a true story about me that was ken's first birthday present to me ever <laughs> That was the biggest lie I told him three years before I told him that I hate Dragon Ball Z. Oh, my God. I once said for Christmas I wanted surprises and I got a heated towel rack. I will never again say I want surprises. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't from Jared. It was from somebody else, but still. Yeah, no, that's why I ask for what I want now. Heated towel rack sounds like you put your balls, actually. (laughs) It was. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it's it's out of what... See, since I... Since I used I'm, it. I'm an impulse buyer, so I'm a pain in the ass to shop yep, for. Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm I'm all about the the experience. What do I want to do for my birthday? Let's go out, and get fucked up. Yep. Like that's yep. it. What really happened during your bachelor or bachelorette? Oh party? fuck no! <laughs> Don't want to know. <laughs> I Ken knows my whole. I've told Ken the whole story like fifty times. Yeah. Do I know all of what happened at your bachelor party? Yeah, my mine was pretty lame. Okay. It was pretty, but like, that's what I wanted to do. Did you go to the titty bar? No. Oh. No, I just wanted to go out and go drink with the guys, play shuffleboard, and get shit hammered, and I Mm -hmm. did that. So that's all I wanted to do. But I could see where somebody would, like, you know, want to know, but... Because sometimes people do some crazy shit. Right. Right. Why in the world would you marry an idiot like that? (laughs) <laughs> we ask that on a daily basis <laughs> yep. I question myself constantly constantly right all the time I'm like why'd you marry me again and he's like I don't know you wouldn't shut up and I was like, <laughs> number six how would you honestly describe your significant other to other people ooh like I said there's a few gems in here These, they, they weren't all great one, but I, I think there were some cool ones yeah no I wouldn't I have confidence that you would describe me in a positive light so I, I would I think that's I think that's cool I like that one. I say that you're really pretty and you're the smartest girl that I know, and that's why I married and you. And it's all true. <laughs> Honestly, that's like, <laughs> like when people say, how would you like to say she's really pretty? She's, you know, 
about my, a little bit shorter than me. We met in college. Yeah. She's real sweet and smart. Aww. Titties. <laughs> <laughs> Titties not gay. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's cute. I, that one, that one I don't think I need to honest, you know, like... Mm. I, I I know how you would answer it, like mm-hmm. exactly like that, and I don't I wouldn't be afraid to ask. Yeah, I we don't talk, and I won't talk about it. But like, we both know we don't describe each other in the most endearing <laughs> way. Because <laughs> Ken's such a nihilist about things, so he'd just be like, I don't know, like she's a person. <laughs> like yeah, my wife, she's nice, Aww. cool, you know. And I'd be like, he kind of looks like that extra in like every nerdy TV movie, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, he's not the main nerd friend, but he's that, like, background nerd friend that, like, yells out, like, you know, pie! Number eight. Tech support. Seven, sorry. Number seven. How's your sex life? Are you satisfied? Ooh. Yes. Depending on how they answer that, could be really bad. How's your sex life? Great. How's mine? Well. (laughs) See, I feel very secure in most of these questions. I feel you and I talk about a lot of stuff. I don't. So, like, that's why I think it's fun to see what other people are afraid to ask. Like, these are not, they're not afraid, but they wish I could ask them. Mm-hmm. Not like if they were just like one of their best friends and ask them and see what the real dirt would be on themselves. Well, because I know? hope you're playing at home. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people have a hard time, like, it, you know, especially people in newer relationships or that are younger that haven't lived out there and haven't worked out their communication yet to really, like, you know, maybe they're not super comfortable with sharing everything they want to do or have done to them. And so I could understand that, that, you know, especially if you've heard things about what someone's done in the past or something like that where, you know, you don't really... Or you lied about what you've done and then all of a sudden you've got to, like... Ante up. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, don't talk and then yourself. all of a sudden there were six people in the room and I don't know what was <laughs> <laughs> like, But you said one time. I don't know you what know. you heard. <laughs> but there, there could be other things, too. Like, you know, like, you bragged one point that you really liked anal, but you're scared to death of it. You know, like, shit like that. That you Bob then have to man up anal. to. <laughs> don't yeah. worry. That it wasn't me. I didn't claim <laughs> that. Number eight. What does your husband or wife do that bothers you the most? Ooh. We talk about that all the time. What do I do that bothers you the most? Talk. Incessantly. <laughs> Such a honeymooners response. Like, no. like that's, that's like, a, like the cliche. Oh, so right like, to the moon. Like no. cliche sitcom couple response. <laughs> right there. But if, if I've annoyed Jared, it's because I have not shut up. It's it's also when you think that I'm mad and I'm not mad and maybe agitated or something, but I'm not mad at you. And then you poke. You're like, I just want to. Like, and then you hover, like just trying to make something okay. And send, it's like, and send sad eyed, you know. And just. then continue to talk to me about it. It's like, just go away. No, fine. Is your answer when you pretend you're not mad, but you sound really mad? <laughs> Tone. <laughs> We, we probably have this probably once or twice, once a week, every other week, which is like, I didn't say that. <laughs> what your tone did. You read too much into what you think you hear. <laughs> you hear the loud finger pointing. <laughs> Exhibit A. Um, but if you talk about annoying habits, I'll even shit. Like, little, little pieces of Jared around the house. <laughs> Q-tips. Oh. Bottle caps. That's not cool, man. Q-tips and bottle caps. Bottles. And here's and it's one of those things though too where like if it's your own mess, it's not bothersome. Like my cans don't bother me, but Jared's cans bother me. Totally admit it. (laughs) I hate the fact that you leave things that should be thrown away in the sink. Like plastic silverware, cans, 
packages of strawberries that you put in the sink for some reason. Makes See, no sense. Wet. To wash them. Yeah. Throw them wash. away. The trash can was full. The trash can. So empty the <laughs> fucking trash. Ken hates that I leave cabinet doors open all the time. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> I, fi- I finally think you're over it. I, yeah. I think I finally... I worked really hard. It makes him so mad because I'll like, grab a bowl and I won't shut the cabinet all the way. I, uh, I come back and there's like 50 cabinets open and Ken's just like... <laughs> I went nuclear on that to try and change that. That like That's probably my like least proud things I've done. But every time she left a cabinet door open, I walk, behind, I walk behind her and just slam it closed. Every single time. And then she stopped. And no, and then I snapped at him, and he's like, "Stop leaving them open." So that was, that was fun. all right. Next, I see, I see. Um, number nine on a scale of Carlos Mencia to Mitch Hedberg, how funny is your husband really? Can we get actual funny comedians on that right. list? <laughs> <laughs> right? How old is this? Um, that one I think is dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find you fucking hilarious. Otherwise, I wouldn't be with you. Oh, really? Yep. That's cute. I know it's mostly because people laugh at me, not with me, and I'm okay with that. I didn't say what you said was funny. Exactly. <laughs> so I thought it was just a cool little list to go through. That's interesting. That's all I got. I like it wasn't it. any, like, deep, dark, like, dum-dum-dum. No. Like, right, I was expecting, like, more, like, in-depth. Right, like, did you ever kill a person? <laughs> well, I think that goes along with that first one, first or second one, which was what's, you know, the biggest liar secret right. that's going on there. Well, right. that's if you that's ask pretty, them that's before. All, that's pretty all-inclusive. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the it's the biggest lie, not biggest secret. Because if you never directly asked your partner before you got married, have you ever killed someone? Which everyone should. <laughs> because then it becomes a lie. Right. Exactly. Which you can call them on later. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like I told Ken, I was like, you know, if you ever became a psychopath, like I need you to like not promise you won't kill me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we made that pact, and at the time, um, Natalie was right there, and so I included Natalie in it. So um, <laughs> Ken will not kill me or Natalie. I was the rest ex- of you, I'm sorry, but you know, I didn't know you at the time. You were not in the pact, um, but you should make that pact with your partner. I thought I, thought, I was expecting more things like, like, um, for example, like. Have you ever considered leaving, or has there ever been something that has, you know, right. made you second guess our relationship? Like I was expecting more of that. Did you ever give someone the clap? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, no, or get the clap because you can get rid of that without anyone ever knowing. It's Huffington Post. I don't think they're exactly known for their in-depth uh, relationship yeah. ana- analysis. Fair What's enough. the biggest thing you've shoved up your butt? Well, wouldn't you want to find out if you're like... you keep asking me this every week? (laughs) Wouldn't you want to find out if the person you were dating liked to shove gerbils up their butt? Or at one time, shoved a gerbil up their butt? Yeah, but wouldn't you do that before they become your spouse? Wasn't the title of this, what would you ask your spouse? Yeah, Yeah. but like, what if, what if one, what if one time your, 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 your wife had shoved a gerbil up her butt? Wouldn't you want to know this? Wouldn't you want to know? If it was one time, who cares? If it was multiple times, but that's times, still like that's a butt. That's a butt you stick your penis in, and a gerbil has no, been in not. there. <laughs> Apparently, Steve's not into the anal. I don't understand the obsession with anal. I don't get it. Have you had anal? No, I have never ever had the impulse to do that ever once. Never. Never. Why? There's a pussy right next to it. Why do I care about an ass? <laughs> It's different. What the fuck did I walk back into? <laughs> You're just saying, like, like, okay, what's the biggest thing you've shoved in your ass? And, like, wouldn't that be something you'd want to know? Before you marry before, someone. Or, or when you were, were married. Because, like, you know. No. And 
and Steve said the same thing, and then Summer used the gerbil example, and then... Like, he, I would want to know if, like, that ass that I'm touching, like, had a gerbil in it at one point. That's kind of a specific question. I think that'd be okay to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much if he had something big in it, is there something, something live inside Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be a gerbil, it could be well, other things. you've had sex, you've probably had someone live inside of you in kind of in a way, shape, or form. Like, unused babies? <laughs> so anyways, um, let's move on to our egg timer round, because we're, we're getting close to that hour mark already, so I think we're oh. going to egg timer and call it a night. We've had so much uh, anal on this. Uh, speaking of which, our first topic is a girl used her boyfriend's balls as a beauty blender. And Enough. May, and may have started a new Instagram account. <laughs> no. So Johanna Hines is an 18-year-old from Central Florida, and her boyfriend's of 20. Of course yep. makes sense. Now it's all um, coming yep. together. Um, they were hanging out together, and after showering, she was doing her makeup, and her husband decided um, to make her laugh with his balls. Apparently, he likes to put his nuts on her head a lot. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, so she made a joke about doing it, and they did a video uh, with using his nutsack as a beauty blender. I can't. No. I'm. I'm. I am sick and tired of all these dumbass bitches. Being like, I did my makeup with a piece of Wonder Bread. I did it with balls or a condom or a gerbil. Like, I'm just, I'm done. Like, use fucking brushes or your fingers or, you know, something. That, like, stop making it weird and fetishy. It's like a weird fetishy thing now. It is. And it's it's fucked up. Like, next is going to be like, I use my boyfriend's cum. It's my foundation. Like. D- don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. No. Like. It's just, it's, it's terrible, it's gross, it's unhygienic, okay? Yeah, no. Also, like, I don't need to be slapped in the face by some stinky-ass balls and put my makeup on. Word. It's a hard mess. Yeah. Speaking of a hard mess, there are four types of penises in the world. Tell me about them! <laughs> Boys, drop trout, let's see. Yes. No, this is, um, there's four distinct types according to Dr. Schusterman, who is, um, a doctor... Oh, my God. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's a doctor like Dr. Pepper's a doctor? No, he's a urologic surgeon at New York Urology. So, he looks at a lot of dicks. Um, so, the first type is the big head. It's kind of like the v- vagina ones from last week. Yeah. Um, in some penises, around 20% of the ones, the head appears to be thicker and bigger than the body of the penis. That's number one. Number a lot two, of anime drawings, too. Right. They all got that big head. They do. The second one is the big shaft, and that is where the head is smaller than the shaft, and the penis ends in something of a point. That is the big shaft. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say girthy, but it's shape. Well, the shaft is bigger. Yeah, but that's girth. Well, yeah, but it doesn't mean they're girthy. You could take you have a really tiny dick and still have oh, wider. Okay, yeah, you're right. The next is the curve. Around 10 to 20% have a slight upward curve to their penis. There's a suspensory ligament that holds your penis to your pelvis, and it suspends your penis a little upward. In most penises, hmm. north-facing bend is 5 to 10 degrees. Nice. So uh, north-facing. Oh, north as in up. Up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. It's not, not actually. Like, like, I'm not, my dick's magnetic. It's <laughs> not a dividing rod. Dick is a compass. And then the last one is the bender. And where men could be considered as if they have an extreme curvature, something in the range of 30 to 60 degrees, that's a sign of a disease. Um, <laughs> Your dick is diseased. Uh, Perioni's disease, I believe is how it's pronounced. 
Um, it's a buildup of plaque inside the penile shaft and causes the shaft to stiffen and bend. Um, if you have an extreme curvature, you should get it checked. So there are your four penis types. The more you know. I have seen... Have you seen all of them? I haven't seen an extreme curve, but I have seen a nice upward curve. I've seen probably... Maybe not maybe not an extreme curve, but a good enough <laughs> There's curve. drawings? There's, there are. There are pictures. Oh. That's the bender. That's the curve. The curve is uncut for some reason. Um, the big shaft. Uh -huh. And then the big head. Ah. Maybe curves tend to be uncut more. I don't know. Maybe. I've never seen an uncut penis in real life. That's my... Uh, you haven't? No. You haven't seen an aardvark? Nope. Do you feel like we've had this conversation recently? <laughs> no. That is uh, that is my elusive unicorn penis I have not seen. You've not seen one? Yeah. Uh, we have some friends I will that, someday, so... We have some friends that are uncut. We could ask them to show you their junk. Yeah. Like, I'm just one day... If I find out somebody <laughs> is, I'm going to be like, 50 bucks, let me just see your penis. i got to knock it off my list. Like, I just got <laughs> to... Yeah, take a look at it. Do you need to, like, put in your hand or just look at it? I think I'd be okay with just seeing it and, like, you know, like... Up close and personal. Not okay. that up close and personal, but like, you know, I'm not gonna do my makeup with it. But... <laughs> oh, that's funny. Just, you know, I wanna know. Do you I'm guys curious. wanna share what you are? Ah, uh, big head. Unless I'm wrong. <laughs> no. I think he was waiting for. Oh, you waiting for me well, to you like? You got your fucking oh. giggle on over there. Well, no, I was waiting for Steve to answer it for him, but I was. Yeah. No, no, you are. Adorable. You're a big head. Yeah, that's it who you are. Matches my. Ego. I was gonna say, are we still talking about penises? <laughs> yes, we are. Steve, tell us about your thing. It's yeah, big head. I think that's probably the most common, right? I would Is assume that... so. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking for my other um, thingy. Um, yeah. What's it called? Did you have any? Oh, I was just gonna say oh. Ken's not a big head, but it's not like a curve. I don't know. It's just it's no. Just... I meant, did you have any egg timers? <laughs> <laughs> but, but thanks nice. for sharing about Ken's junk. Nice. It's a nice dick. Like it's real nice. Y'all should take a look at it if you get a chance. Like I give it a good rating. Oh, all right. I found um, my other one. I was looking um, for. No, I was gonna talk about uh, elotes. Oh yes. And there was a shop that did a unicorn elotes. So it had like purple mayo and like it's cheese was like colored with sprinkles and like it looked fucking disgusting but so apparently it still tasted like regular elotes um and so like people waited out line like for hours Ooh. like these unicorn fads with food um yay or nay no like I, yeah i don't need my food to be a unicorn i am like <laughs> i i don't i don't need it just like why ruin like like Elotes are so pure and perfect. <laughs> now you make them look gross. Like, I don't want to eat purple mayo, that's gross. For the people at home who don't know one of the, what that is, <laughs> you should Elotes is a beautiful Mexican street corn. It's got tejon on it, and it's got... Mm, it's it's, 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 it's corn with mayo and, like, a Mexican spice called tejon. So it's tejon. Yeah, no, it's, it's delicious. it's covered in mayo. It's also got cheese, and it's so good. Like... It's the best of, like, I got some amazing elotes in L.A. Like, spring I just went around and ate from different carts. It was just the best. <laughs> She's cute. We've got that going for her. So, so we're Anybody that's eaten them knows how, like, delicious they are. So we're over the unicorn trend? Yeah, it's dumb. Um, and so the next one is Dove created a limited edition body diversity soaps for their campaign in London. Oh. 
So, like, this is the soap fat people use. This is the soap. <laughs> so you can, pick, you can pick a bottle of Dove based on your body oh, shape. fuck that. That's so dumb! And that's what everyone's saying. Everyone's like, what the fuck is your problem? Um, my favorite one is people are like... As a, as a merchandiser, that's just fucking yeah. evil. I like this as, um, what about for those people with a hole inside them and it's a bottle that has a hole in the center? <laughs> um, my other favorite one is um, where they've put in all the different shapes of Mario characters in the different <laughs> bottle shapes. <laughs> my thing is, I never knew I had to be shamed by my shampoo bottles, and now I'm going to look at it and be like, this skinny bitch. Um, my other favorite one is when they equate them to... Um, the, the muses. muses from Hercules. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, it's it's pretty hysterical. So, I thought that was funny. It's the best thing Hercules ever did. Alright. Hercules is a great movie, Steve! No, it's not, actually. It is so good. The music is amazing. It is a great movie. It Worst is funny, hilarious. movie You are ever. so wrong. I could punch no, you. Wrong. you. This is the defining you. moment of our friendship, Steve. We can't talk about it because it will ruin us. Ruin us. Despite the fact that we had the conversation in at least three separate occasions. I know, and I am I always make myself forget about it because I love you. But like I swear to God, I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> so hard. Let me know how that works Such out. Such a you. good movie. Alright. So, Everybody knows it's a good movie. So, Everybody like tell Steve he dumb after you listen to this. Yeah. Um, I have a couple I'm other ones that we can do. With me. You're going to get nothing. Right You're going to get nothing. Fucking nothing. So, I feel like we're, we're up on the hour. So, do we want to do DILFs? Or I have 13... I re- always want to do DILFs. Okay. I was going to say, otherwise, I have 13 reasons why guys go back to their exes. I want to talk Ooh. about DILFs. Do we want to do both? I mean, we should sure. do both. You want to do both? Okay. Start Talk about exes and end with DILFs. Oh, okay. And, okay. and on a happy note? Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> DILFs. I like it. Um, so, there's um, many reasons, according to psychologists, why um, guys go back to their exes. Because we're idiots. No, I... Okay. So, the first one Titties. is... The sex <laughs> is good. <laughs> the sex is good. Most guys won't pass it up. Mm-hmm. So, if it was better with the ex... That's a good reason why he might go back. I feel like that's universal. Yeah, probably. This is just from the dudes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The other one is he had a fall from grace. Um, So, like... uh, Like he became religious? uh Uh-huh. No, like, uh, they'll try to get back to... So, like, if they were with their ex and then afterwards things went downhill, they might try to get back with him to get back, gain back social status or... Like, you left your ex and started dating, oh, like, and things Lindsay Lohan, yeah. and, like... Yep. Wound up in the gutter, and now you're trying to yep. crawl back out. Uh, re- kind of reverse. He thought you were going downhill, and then he bounced back. Then you bounce back. Okay. You get hotter after they break up. You break, break up. up, and so then he comes back. Yep. Um, uh, one of the next ones is, uh, he had you as a backup plan, and the new girl dumped him. Yep. That, that, that one's, that one's pretty common as well. Um... The, uh, this kind of goes back to the um, fall from grace, but uh, you're doing well for yourself and he's broke. Makes sense. Mama. Yeah. Yep. He wants to control you. So it's... If he, I can't play with you, no one else can. Absolutely. Um, he doesn't want... Um, sorry, I scrolled. He doesn't want to start over and realize it's a bit too late. So, break sucks, thinks it's a good idea and gets out there and it's like too much work to leave or too much work to start a new relationship. So it's just easier to go back to the ex and deal with the shit. That's what I did. Not with me. No. <laughs> I was like, no. damn, that hard. Oh, that's that's kind of close to 
close to I think my rationale. Yeah, I think it, it's cl- it, I mean, it happens to a lot of people. Work, just, yeah. Different. Yep. Um, you got hotter. He might come back because you got hotter. Um, the other one I think is really, really common is he misses the perks of being in a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the money thing, but more along the lines of, like... You got pussy every night. You got, you know, someone did eat with you. Someone did your laundry. You're not alone. It's just the perks of being in a relationship as opposed to be who you're with. Um, you became a challenge. So trying to get... Um, uh, you were uh, you were always underfoot when, when you two were together... Um, but now that you don't want him, he wants you. Uh, he legit changed. Uh, I think that's pretty, I think that was a stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, an ego boost. And lastly, he regrets the way he cheated you. So that, fall, that falls along the lines of the, the, uh, thing. So, um, my votes for why he actually does it, um, is, uh, the sex was good. Um, likes to be in a relationship. And it's too much work to start over. I think yep. those are the top three. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, ah, oh, I've just spent too much time with it. So Right, so I'm just going to call it a day. Right? Yep. All right. Top, top dilfs. Because we're going to end this in the note. Because we're coming into June, and June is Father's Day month. Yeah. 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 And who doesn't like a nice, sexy dilf? Yep. He may have been your father, but he ain't your daddy. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> John. Yep. Right. So, this list has... Tw- hope that's a Father's Day card. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> um, this has a list of 21 DILFs, but we'll have to go along and we'll, if we can think of any others, add who they've missed. Because this is the list from last year. Okay. I did say earlier that the best thing in Chicago is DILF watch. In the summertime, they're out with their strollers and their babies and their puppies. It's the best. And baby puppies. Baby puppies. <laughs> uh, puppies, by definition, are Fuck you. So a number like all all dogs are puppies unless they have a job. Okay. Then they are a dog, like a firehouse dog. So to, to to make this more fun and interactive, everyone's gonna have to give thumbs up, thumbs down to our dilfs. Okay. Whether or not they survive the list, audience at home can see, can even play along. Well, these are all well known enough people. Oh, that no, I think they, be okay. they can't see. They can't see our thumbs. Well, you guys will have to say thumbs up, say thumbs down. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Thought can you, you guys say were dick smart. Dick down? Yeah. Well, no, because maybe maybe they should. I don't think that works for you. No. Sploosh or no sploosh? Okay, we'll do that. How much yay or nay? I like to make it fun. We're trying to make it fun and interactive, Jared Sampson. Since when? Try harder. Shut up. More people like our podcast than yours. So, um, 21, Ben Affleck. I'd hit it. Thumbs up. No sploosh. Sploosh. It's dry. Nope. Are you just going to say no to everything? Yes, I am. Are you afraid your masculinity is going to be questioned? No, I just say things what they do. Yeah, just... <laughs> uh, Josh Demel? Eh. No. It's kind I, of dumb. I say no sploosh. No sploosh. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Eh. Sploosh! Sploosh! <laughs> All the splooshes. See, what we should have done is I should try and guess for the room is what we should Oh, there you go. Uh, Daniel Day Kim? Who the hell's that? He's from Walking Dead. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, I suppose Definitely. I'm on board. Our Mark Consuelos? No idea who this guy is. What does he look like? Uh, some sort of Hispanic-ish? <laughs> some sort of Mexican. <laughs> now his teeth. His teeth. His teeth are too perfect straight, like... Like, uh, like they look fake in his mouth. <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt. Eh. 
<sighs> I don't want to touch that like Angelina touched. I'm still a sploosh. No. Uh, Javier Bardem. Yes. No. no. Wait, which one's the? I think I'm thinking. He's the one that looks like Denny from Grey's Anatomy, but isn't Denny. No, I'd sploosh him. Yeah. Uh, Mark. He Ro- got that older daddy look. That's <laughs> I think why. I'm not using the term correctly. <laughs> Uh, Mark Ruffalo. No. Yeah, sploosh him. Sploosh. Uh, Channing Tatum. Yep. Sploosh. Hard sploosh. Uh, James Marsden. Sploosh. Ooh, which one's that? Cyclops. Um, Cyclops. Oh, he's yeah. Corny Collins. He's half a sploosh. Yep. Um, Tom Hardy. Sploosh. All yep. the splooshes. Uh, Steve, Stephen Amell. Yes. Arrow. Oh, yeah, no. Sploosh. He's sploosh. a dad. Apparently. Yeah. Huh. Daddy. He is one. Usha. Sploosh. All the splooshes. Too little. <laughs> uh, Mario Lopez. Yep. Nope. He doesn't do it for oh, me. He's Slater. such a fucking douchebag. He's a robot. Hold me in his arms. Make me feel comfortable. Make sure I got my homework done. He's a robot. <laughs> uh, Will Smith. Yep. Yeah. Sploosh. No. I just watched Wild Wild West, too. Last night. <laughs> Wild Wild West. You Jim West. Wiki, Wiki Desperado. Rough Rider. No, you don't want... Sorry. Um, Ricky Martin. Sploosh. I'd say sploosh. Uh, Matt Bomer. Sploosh. Also a sploosh. Matt Bomer. Oh, is that the dude from uh, Fifty Shades? No. No. That's the dude that looks I like the not dude sploosh that guy. Uh, he was in... Um, he was in American Horror Story Hotel. He was also in like a bunch of uh, other things, too. Uh, no, no, no. That's good, though. He's a, he's a cute, forgettable white guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tyson Beckford. Sploosh. sploosh. Hugh Jackman. Sploosh. Also sploosh. Uh, David Beckham. Sploosh. Does not do it for me. No splooshing. They're yeah, not... but I'd be so close to, like, Victoria Beckham's pussy. Yeah. I'd be, like... Their number one on here is Chris Hemsworth. Um, he's not my number one, but I'd, but I'd sploosh. sploosh him. What dilfs are missed on this list? Chris Pratt. Pratt. Chris Pratt, Pratt and Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, God, Ryan Reynolds. Like... <clears throat> like seriously <laughs> I was like where's Chris Pratt who is probably one of the dilfiest dilfs on the planet yes and so that's for sure do we miss any other dilfs I mean besides Jared Sampson oh. I'm not a famous dilf so it's okay you're not a famous dilf no but you are a dilf oh you are a dilf thank you you're welcome we do what we Claire can Claire constantly has to fight off other mom bitches they're just like hanging on the fence and <laughs> she's like whacking them off y'all out of here get get, like, get. <laughs> It's not like... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's wonderful. You want him. And men want to be you. <laughs> I feel like there's another like, really hot Delph like, that we forgot about. Yeah, but I don't know if he's like a real, like an actual person or just like, you know, uh, like this? a celebrity person. Who's this? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to remember. Oh. Like there's somebody, there's a Delph I'm trying to think of, but I can't think of. I can't help you with that. I know. <laughs> Do you remember when you're trying to explain where something was earlier and you're like pointing and we're like, we still don't know what you mean? That's yeah. what I feel this conversation is doing right it now. It is. Now I'm just trying to think. But I'm just going through hot guys and I'm just like, are they a daddy? But I like looking at hot guys in my head, so. You know, <laughs> That's a little distracting. Well, like, I love me some Chris Evans, but he's not a dad. No. No. So but he if you'd like help with that, hello. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. Chris Pine. I, I, you know. I don't think he's a dad either. Nope. Not so much. Well, thank you guys for coming to join us today. Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. We appreciate that. Anytime, anytime. Um, I guess we should walk it out, huh? So don't forget to listen to all of the wonderful shows on the Disease Network. 
If you're going to get a disease, something gate, featuring these bitches over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that just happened. Das Drunk's hooking up. Man Woman Show. Man, Man Woman, Woman movie. movie. I was close. Which has been very good, by the way. If you guys haven't checked I've it out. I, I have checked it. It's good. It's very good. Um, you can, um, as, as uh, Steve pointed out earlier, I believe, we love feedback. Yes. Yeah. All so you Talk can to us. Talk to us. You can hit us up on Facebook. Email us at DiseasedOverHasVD. Send your Ask Mama Claire message or questions to AskMamaClaire at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Not that we ever post anything, but, you know, in theory we might. Occasionally. If you talk to us, we will. If you talk to us, we will. It's like if you build it, they will come. If you write it, we will tweet it. So, thanks for syncing your cycle with us. Be good to each other, bitches. Bye. Na, 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 na. I wanna start a fight.